Hey everybody, welcome to Podcast Demastered. I'm your host, Ethan Meyer, and I'm joined as always by my two very good friends, Chelsea and Wade. And today we're going to be talking about uh, Mr. Jeff Keighley's uh, Game Awards, because that happened, what, this past Thursday as of this recording? So mm-hmm. it's basically, you know, if you guys are unaware, it's basically the Oscars for video games. Um, <laughs> for better or worse. <laughs> for better or worse. Um, they definitely tried to match the Oscars in terms of length. I'm pretty sure what the Game Awards was at least seven and a half hours long this year, it felt like. Yeah, I, I so. physically aged during that show. <laughs> yes. I... Uh, I guess for better and worse, did not catch it live, but uh, you two did. Tell me about what you guys thought, um, having sat through the whole thing from beginning to end. Um, for the most part, I mean, it was fine. Um, you know, like every year, the Game Awards for a little bit have just gotten kind of bigger and bigger every year in terms of like developer participation and um, the use of the word world premiere and everything else. Um, so it's, it's good. I'm glad they have it. I'm glad, uh, Jeffrey has, you know, um, he's reached for the stars and touched the sky. So, you know, he gets to, uh, he gets to do something pretty cool with that. Um, but you know, like you could, you could summarize all the actual awards in about 15 minutes, I think. Yeah. (laughs) Um, and then you have two, two hours and 45 minutes of, uh, of trailers and ads yeah it's like there are a lot of ads this year it's definitely pretty commercial um i think i feel like ever ever since because the game awards was on like spike tv initially wasn't it when it was broadcast on cable i think it was like a spike tv joint and even even watching then like it still was like that's where you want to go post e3 to get some of these like new game announcements Mm -hmm. and premiere trailers mm-hmm. and stuff like that so they've definitely upped the ante and kept that afloat that's kind of i feel like that's part of the reason why they get so many uh like lar- uh, like viewership every year because it keeps getting bigger and bigger like i don't know what the numbers were for this year's but they put out that infographic i think after last year's game awards and it was leagues above viewership for the oscars so right <laughs> well you know they Whenever the video game awards started, it was just like here's, here's the awards show, yeah. um, and there might be a trailer at the beginning and there might be a trailer at the end, but you know when they started it and everybody was just like, no, um, like not terribly engaging. Yeah. Um, so then after that, they're like, oh well, we gotta get, we have to, we have to, sh- we have to basically bribe people to like watch the game awards, because <laughs> um, like if. If it was just the awards, I wouldn't watch it because I don't particularly care. Like, the opinion of uh, of some people don't really matter to me as a gamer. Because um, I'm going to continue to play what I want to play anyway. Yeah, um, I mean, there's... So... Yeah. That's yeah. kind of that's kind of for, like, I, you, I guess, any award show. Because <laughs> <laughs> it's, like, even... Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, I stopped watching the Oscars years ago for that exact reason. Because I'm just like, yeah, you know, whatever. I like these movies. Uh, the elitist critics are not, and it's never going to win. So I'm, I don't give a shit. <laughs> I still love mm-hmm. it. You know what I mean? And that's yeah. 
You can say that. For well, you know, life. like for things Besides like people's film, choice awards, <laughs> you know, like for things like film, though, I feel like it means a lot more. Um, but for video games, I don't, I don't know. I don't, I don't really feel like it has a ton of weight. Um, uh, well, it's also with film, you're talking about a tradition that's like 90 years old at this point. Right. And for games, it's still a fairly young industry compared to like music and film and theater and even TV. So it's definitely the new mm-hmm. kid on the block. I mean, it yeah. definitely means a lot for like industry and like the people like within that industry. But like, yeah, just like general casual fans, it's kind of just like if they have like if they played a certain game, they're like I really like this game. And then it's like, oh, it's up for a game of the year. That's cool. And, you know, there's hot takes abound and opinions and all that stuff. But I don't I definitely don't think there's a lot of fervor for the subjectivity and everything. I think that, like, the Game Awards, I think the idea is really great, though, to allow that recognition for video games and to have a place like that, because, you know, there obviously is a place, like you just said, for the Oscars and everything. But, yeah, definitely, I don't think everybody needs to be like, oh, this is the ultimate game because they said it is or anything like that. That's what, you know, but it's 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 always interesting to see in these competitions and, you know, like these awards shows, like what wins and stuff. And then to talk about it or <laughs> the one thing the one thing i do like about the game awards is it is like the the panel of judges involved for at least all of the games not necessarily the esports component but the games is basically just like an amalgamation of all different uh, uh like media outlets and journalists and all the you know and critics across so it is sort of like an aggregate of um like all, all, all of like uh, mm-hmm. games journalism and games like critics and reviewers and stuff like that kind of coming together and be like, hey, this is we're all in consensus, right? This was the coolest game this year, or this, you know. So it is kind of throughout the course of the year, you may have like your one outlet that you like, you know, your Polygon or your mm-hmm. Giant Bomb or your IGN or whoever. But then at the end of the year, it's just like a collective hive thought for each of these categories, and I always thought that was like kind of cool and i think they need to keep that going just because it is a more general consensus for these for these titles yeah that's cool even just for the nominations you know like not not necessarily just the winners but like the games that get nominated like it's just kind of like hey these five games are dope and you should go play them (laughs) (laughs) you know yeah um so yeah game awards pretty cool and getting um getting better Um, one thing that's interesting about the game awards is that you know it kind of hyped up like oh there's a pre-show and then the main show but let's be real that whole pre-show was the show they still gave out all like parts of the awards during that and still had world premieres so it's basically the show (laughs) yeah Yeah, i was getting updates on my phone like during the i didn't watch the pre-show i was just getting constant updates about like trailers and awards that were given during the pre-show and i was like and i panicked for a second i was like oh my god it started and i was like no it it's still the pre-show so okay but yeah i mean i watched it but it was basically it just you know it wasn't jeff keely it was just i'm sorry i don't know her name but she was (laughs) yeah the one who was doing the awards and everything it was not jeff keely yes (laughs) But it was still, I'm like, it's still the show. Yeah. It was, it was still parts of it, but yeah, it, yeah, I thought that was interesting. Yeah, I don't really understand the 
point of the whole pre show because then he do that same thing with summer games fest and they have oh, a they have a pre-show for that too like I, I don't know what the for something that's a streamed thing like i don't really know the point of a pre-show if you're still just going to be doing the same things that you're doing during the actual show mm-hmm. like in my mind a pre-show is like maybe doing like some like interview stuff or talking with the creator like that kind of stuff to kind of just you know more long form content i guess while people are getting settled in and ready for the actual main event but if you're pre carpet yeah 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 but if your pre-show is just fucking giving out awards and showing premieres and it's just like all right the main show's going they were gonna give out awards and show (laughs) premieres it's like what the hell's the what's the difference yeah that's strange (laughs) um do you guys think all the since you guys watched it live do you guys think did it feel bloated did it like did you guys start to wane and like interest towards the end of it did was it like did you feel like it could have been cut in half or uh how are how are your thoughts on like actual length itself so um, i i felt it was long like there was i mean um i said there were ads because there were ads there were there were trailers and what not for stuff that has been out for a while. Um, so it's like, why why are we watching a two and a half minute thing on this game? Go away, go away. <laughs> um, and and I don't know. It's just like they could have scaled it down quite a bit. Last year, I don't think it was quite as long. Yeah, I feel like I feel like it's definitely getting like with every year it just keeps getting bigger. I don't know what their apex is, but I feel like this may have been like a pretty good stopping point in terms of length. Like maybe trim some of the fat, maybe get rid of the pre-show. I don't know. Cuz anytime yeah. you have something that long, you're definitely going to lose viewers towards the end, you know. Especially when it's during the week, it's a Thursday, so mm-hmm. you know, it's a school night, it's a work night. It's mm-hmm. you know, this that and the other. So it's yeah i agree it was definitely very very long definitely too long and i i was kind of getting bored like towards the end i thought it was kind of losing steam and i'm just like what am i waiting for is what what's happening next type thing right and well it's also interesting too because you know some of the awards they let the people actually go up there and give a brief speech but then a couple of them they just like blow right through them and it was very weird but they chose to be like, oh, this one also won this award, and oh, here's the winner of this. Moving on. <laughs> yeah, they're yeah, those are yeah. I don't know. That's kind of weird because yeah. they also do the same thing with uh, other award shows, like uh, where it's just kind of like, you, we know this category isn't the meat and potatoes, <laughs> this, so this isn't important. Yeah. So, yeah, we'll so you just get you get two sentences and yeah, get and then get that <laughs> like, out of here. Yeah, <laughs> freaking rude. Yeah, <laughs> it's like when you watch the Oscars and it's like best costume designer, and they like do that in a commercial break, you know, like <laughs> so stuff like that. Disappointing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm like, there's talent everywhere. You need to, if you're gonna recognize them, then at least give them a little chance too. Yeah, that's no, my. Instead, we got lots of ads and everything. And <laughs> that's my thing. If you're gonna have the category, then you should give it equal attention. Otherwise, just don't even have mm-hmm. the category for consideration. You know. Yeah. If you're only get, if you only want to like give pomp and circumstance to game of the year and like you know best action game and stuff and most anticipated, then just have those and don't have all the more technical mm-hmm. categories. So, um, indeed. 
Yeah. So yeah, with that being said, I say we kind of just blaze through some of these, um, some of the categories here. Uh, there were some uh, some duplicate winners here, like uh, Kenna Bridge of Spirits. You know, won best indie and best debut indie, which was cool. I don't remember mm -hmm. what all the uh, nominees were, so I'm not gonna. Unless you guys have that, I don't have that in front of me, so I just have the winners. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, that's fine. If you didn't win, you lost. <laughs> so. <laughs> Tragic. Um, best sim strategy, uh, Age of Empires Four. Um, that def that series definitely had a uh, a resurgence. Like it's been dormant for like 10, 15 years. So to see that, that's pretty cool. Oh yeah. Um, best RPG, Tales of Arise. Uh, yeah, best... yeah. Have you played that, Wade? <laughs> uh huh. Yeah, I, I got it. I've not. I heard uh, nothing but good things, um, but I have not. I don't. Yeah, think it's, I've played it's any fun. of the Tales of games. They're de they're 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 RPG, but they're more like anime RPG. Um, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um. So since some people are not about the anime stuff, but uh, yeah, it's. Yeah, it's a fun game. I haven't beat it yet. It's like the conversation we had earlier about, like, I'm really good at starting these games. And yeah. <laughs> I can't finish them. <laughs> um, I like it so far a lot. I just haven't gotten the time to go back into it. But no, it's fine. It's great. Yeah. Speaking of uh, speaking of that, uh, also, uh, your uh, Final Fantasy won uh, best, uh, was it best ongoing or whatever? Yeah. So, well, basically, best MMO. <laughs> essentially <laughs> <laughs> there's lots of people complaining online about that though they were like how did final fantasy win when uh fortnite is right there yeah. well sorry about that don't yeah. know what to tell oh. you there i would i would say surely Fort well be i would fine. say <laughs> fortnite is maybe the most intriguing game ever just because i don't really know what it is and it's constantly evolving <laughs> all the time <laughs> like i don't know if it's like a, a like a like a chat room now like fortnite is the chat roulette for this new generation like i don't know what the fuck fortnite is anymore i feel like it's a social experiment now so if there was a category for like most confusing game <laughs> give it to fortnite <laughs> um best action adventure metroid dread um best action game returnal Best uh, score music. Wade, this is no one to, in your uh, in your realm. Near replicant <laughs> version. I was screaming about it. <laughs> yeah. Well, I was glad that it won um, over some of the others. Um, like, I get why Guardians of the Galaxy was on there, um, but the music in that game is not original. Yeah, see, that's what I don't um, get about Guardians, because it's just, like, a playlist. It's just curated yeah. music. Well, I, I was so. really worried that they, it was going to win. Not that I don't... I love that game so far. I'm having a great time playing it. But yeah. um, I didn't... If, if it beat out any other game, I would have been like, eh. But I am really glad that Nier won, because Nier is known for its music. Yeah. Um, mm -hmm. Like, I beat Nier Automata, like, two years ago. To your, yeah, it was like the first game I played during the like the big quarantine part of the pandemic. Right. Um, and like I'm still like altered because of the music alone. Um, so like I'm so happy that Nier got at least got that. 
at the very least yeah i mean if something's gonna win best score music it should be a game that actually scored their music like mm-hmm. made original music. right because <laughs> you see that you see this in a film you know you have the like best screenplay and then best adapted screenplay they should do the same thing here where it should be like best music and then best like playlist <laughs> you know <laughs> right best curation of music because there is a guy on staff that just sits there and just scours through music and tries to curate it to fit the tone and that's great and i you know i'm sure that's a a hard job but you know i don't think it is the same as someone who's actually creating music so right um best art direction uh your all's favorite game death loop that one upset (laughs) me a little bit um that it won art direction because like like, I can't say that the game's not pretty or has, like, a consistent theme or something like that. Um, but everything that I've seen, like, in the 16 trillion teasers and everything that's come out, is it all looks the same. Can I... Okay, I'm going to go off on a limb here. Can I assume you guys hate Deathloop because it was over-marketed? Mostly. And shoved in our face for like, yeah. I feel like for like two years straight. For absolutely ever, yeah. Yeah. Like, That's... I get it. Now come out so I can stop talking about it. <laughs> but here I am, it's out, and we're still talking about it. Still taking up space in my head. Yeah, I mean, I like I, I haven't played Deathloop. I don't have a PS5. I will play it once it comes to Xbox in the spring. Um... Because I do really, I really like that studio that makes Deathloop, Arcane. They are a fantastic studio. I've loved all the Dishonored games. And Deathloop just looks like another Dishonored game. It has that same mm-hmm. kind of style. Um, but yeah, I don't, I don't know. I'm kind of with you guys. It's it's whatever for best art. It just, it's just, an, it looks like an Arcane game. So I guess they're just really good at making their games. But yeah, it didn't really... The art didn't stand out to me. The visual style of it doesn't really stand out to me. It was the best in directing our attention away from other games. I just kept getting <laughs> into our face. <laughs> it was the best distraction. Yes. <laughs> not not one to distraction. Yeah, just yeah a, not in a good just, way. <laughs> yeah, just uh, give the award to like the marketing firm for mm-hmm. whoever. Seriously. For real. Like they did your work for, uh, for mm-hmm. you and then fired them because I hate them. <laughs> um best sports racing game was forza which you know that's i feel like that's anytime a forza game comes out i feel like that's just kind of like a just go ahead just give it to me you know we made a it's better than the next yearly game so yeah 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 i mean i i love forza i love uh racing games and that is like the like the zenith of racing games is forza like they're amazing mm-hmm. um what else we got here uh best family game which is kind of funny to me is uh it takes <laughs> two because i can see why because it is a fun co-op game and it's a it's a colorful cartoony platformer but the fact that it's just called best family game and it's about a divorce parent like parents that are divorcing like it's just it's kind of funny to me <laughs> yeah um oh best narrative uh wade you can kind of talk about this a little bit since you're actively playing the game right now best narrative went to marvel's guardians of the galaxy which is kind of uh shocking to me because 
when the game was first announced and kind of shown off. I think it was like what at E3. It yeah. definitely did not yeah. scream this is best narrative. To mm-hmm. me, it just looked like another you know just kind of action adventure Marvel game. But I've yeah, been hearing like nothing the... but uh, really good things about it. I know it looks amazing, just the stills that I've seen. It looked, but... yeah, oh my god, it's so pretty. Um, but... Like, the trailer showed a lot of the, like, high point action stuff. Yeah. Um, and a lot of that even is, like, the beginning-ish of the game. Hmm. Um, but it's everything between, like, all the character, all the character uh, stuff is just, it's just wow. Yeah. Yeah. This... This is actually the only category that I saw any sort of like division online for was best narrative. Um, Do you recall I've... the other other people in that? Oh yeah, I was one of them. <laughs> oh, I mean other um other other games. Oh well, uh, a lot of people wanted Psychonauts two to win, so. Mm, oh yeah, right. Mm-hmm. They were up Just... there for a lot of stuff, weren't they? Yeah, Psychonauts 2 was nominated for a lot of categories. Sadly, they didn't get any actual awards, but I think just being recognized is cool as well, if you're that studio, Double Fine. Um, But everything that I've heard about uh, Psychonauts 2 and the messaging and, like, the overall point of that game, dealing with, like, mental health and stuff, like, I just think that's a a way Mm -hmm. grander concept, especially to tackle on a platformer, so. Oh, yeah, for sure. Those things just need and more time in the day so i ha- i understand um this about myself that i just don't like the guardians of the galaxy as characters or or as is anything really <laughs> so i can <laughs> i know that like I've, i'm biased about really anything with that property um so but i am you know i guess it is cool to see that it wasn't just a total like cash grab bullshit that uh Edios actually have put some some you know some attention to it and actually made a looks like a really well crafted game so yeah happy well, for, I'll, I'll finish it up and i'll let you know yeah happy for fans <laughs> yeah. of that series okay. happy for happy for marvel and your continued uh you know success <laughs> whatever <laughs> <laughs> but still have zero fucks to give about anything guardians um what else here we got uh best game direction uh death loop again um, that one makes sense to me for that for that game just based on the per- like the premise of the game being like a being a whole time loop thing. It is sort of a cool uh, idea. That's part of the reason why I do want to play it. So that make you know that makes sense. Um, what else is there? Anything here that I'm missing? I've kind of hopped around. I- I'm skipping all the esports shit. Um, if you if uh, listeners, if you guys care about that, I'm sure there's an esports podcast for you out there. But none of us here really watch esports or know anything about it to have any sort of take or or interest. So um, some of the other more like best accessibility, I'm pretty sure that also went to uh, that went to Forza uh, as well, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, so that's cool. There was I'm also... really glad they have that category in there, though. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I am too. And I'm that's also great. really glad that more studios are paying attention to accessibility options because mm-hmm. i've seen some more like recent games in the past year or like you boot up the game and then there's just like pages of just like accessibility stuff that you can toggle and change and alter and uh like even with uh, halo infinite like there's like a whole i feel like like a like an almanac 
of like accessibility stuff and their menus that you can mess with and i i think that stuff's cool i keep it default Mm -hmm. um but there's a lot of people out there that that appreciate the you know the ability to make alterations so they can so everyone can enjoy these games so Mm -hmm. i think that's cool yeah um best mobile game also went to genshin impact wade i'm pretty sure you predicted that so (laughs) um yeah not because not because i have any love for it um like i've um, I actually, I, I've played it, I played it on the PlayStation, like, when it mm-hmm. came out, which was the same time I got COVID, <laughs> when I was home for forever and, like, delirious and sick, it came out and I was like, okay, I'll give it a shot, but I couldn't, like, during that time I couldn't focus on anything, I could not put any amount of energy into doing literally anything with my life, um, right. so I didn't really keep playing it. But I, I have people who play it every single day and, you know, they do all this, the big stuff. Um, and I know it's it's huge, like, just across mm-hmm. the world. Yeah. So I, I am not, I was not shocked one single bit. Isn't it also playable? But that's how it was. Isn't that game also have a, either a PS4 or a PS5 or both, like, playable version? So, yeah, it's on, I played it it's on PS4, PS4 yeah, 5, it's, and it's not, mobile, and Epic Game Store, I think. Yeah, I just so it's not, it yeah, it's here, like all yeah. over. So it's kind of weird yeah. that it, because it's not strictly a mobile game, so that's kind of weird. Yeah, it's, it, it's mm-hmm. not strictly, so I was, you know, it is what it is, but um, yeah. a lot of people do play it on mobile, though. Like, it's it's very big on yeah. the mobile. Well, I think it started mm-hmm. mobile, too, didn't it? Like, that was the first thing it came to. Oh, it was, it was all released at once. Oh, okay. Except for the except for the computer, it, it it only came to the computer relatively, relatively recently. Yeah. Um. But yeah, it it dropped for PlayStation and mobile at the same time. Oh, okay. Oh yeah. Okay, I remember that because the whole shtick was like your it was like cross save basically, like yeah. you could be playing on your PS4 and then pick up on your phone and can keep playing your same. Yeah. 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 Okay. Well, cool. Uh, that's that's great for everyone who likes Genshin Impact. Um. Yep. Yeah, I like how she pronounced <laughs> it in the show. She pronounced it Genshin. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Genshin. I got a, I got a really good, uh, really good chuckle out of that. <laughs> <laughs> um, couple other here. Most anticipated game, Elden Ring. I feel like, I feel like Jeff Keighley just wrote that in because every show that he's done in the past two years has been like <laughs> a platform Elden to Ring. showcase Elden Ring. He ended. What are they going to do Fest. when it comes out? <laughs> Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> Got shut down the game awards. Can't talk yep. about Elden Ring. We'll have to shut it down for five years until FromSoft oh comes out with their next game. Yeah, I did. Uh, it was cool that they um, released a story trailer, or you know, what what From Software calls a story trailer. It's essentially just like <laughs> all their games are like that. They're just like tone setters, but I love them. They're so. They're so good. I just love those cinematics. They're amazing. Yeah, I still I still don't know a damn thing about the game. Yeah, you're not really supposed to. I mean, it's... Yeah. <laughs> I say that, but am I intrigued? Oh, yes. Every... No. every but, but, yeah. every, every I'm not fr- still. Every FromSoft <laughs> game, the story is told through, like, the items and stuff you find in the world. There's not, like, a character that's like tells you things. It's like you pick up a sword and you read its item description and you figure out all this like history and lore and everything. So it's a very interesting game to parse out like all from soft games besides uh, Sekiro, which actually did have like a linear narrative. That was like their most easily accessible game, I guess, in terms of story. 
like actually had a main character and a dialogue and all that stuff but the dark souls games and bloodborne are very opaque <laughs> so <laughs> and I, i'm i'm actually all for that because it makes it easy to kind of play it for a while and then take two years off and come back and it's like i don't it, i don't need to remember anything so <laughs> it's <laughs> I'm super excited. It's probably one of my most anticipated games. I can't wait for it to get here. Um, give me some fucking Elden Ring. Like, I'm ready. I'm ready for it. February 25th. We'll, we'll be here before you know it. So. Yeah, I know. Mm-hmm. So, um, I, I imagine I'll probably get it because I don't think I have any games that come out like around that time. So, it's pretty. Do you want to get it on? Uh, get it on your Xbox. We can play some. We can play some co-op. Oh, you son of a bitch. I'll think about it. We'll talk offline. <laughs> we'll okay. take this offline. <laughs> I don't know. I might burn out my Xbox Series S putting it on there. I don't know. <laughs> I mean, it's a cross-gen game, so I can't imagine it is, like, that graphic-intensive where it needs, like, a PS5 at this So you'll be fine. I was just looking at the collector's edition. It's, like, 180 bucks, but it looks um, so freaking cool. It's also sold out everywhere, but, like... <laughs> Don't oh do my it. god it's so cool if it available don't do it don't I, do oh it. god i won't i won't but but it looks really cool. you. maybe we'll maybe we can split it <laughs> we can we can we can give the statue to each other every week yeah we'll, bu- we'll just we'll buy it for the podcast <laughs> it's a Ew. podcast expense <laughs> she said no, no. <laughs> Chelsea, you'll have to have it on your mantle for at least a uh, third of the year, so. Mm, okay, but you guys enjoy that game, I guess. <laughs> oh, See, I Ethan and I get it for two days a week, and you get it for three days a week. Yeah, so. there you go. That's oh, sh- such an honor. <laughs> that's, that's chivalry right there. Such, oh gosh. <laughs> yes, definitely my most anticipated game ever. <laughs> you don't think the pot people are cool? I just want to hang around no. with pot people. <laughs> like, I, I love how everybody's making a, like a big thing about pot people when, like, it's a mimic. Mimics have been things for, like, a thousand years. Yeah. Well, yeah, because it's, it's a dark... It's a demon hiding in, like, a thing that you <laughs> otherwise want to open. Like, yes, that's just... It was, like, one of, it is. It was like one of the best things in the, uh, the Dark Souls games where it's just, like, uh, you know, there'd be a chest in the world, and you're like, oh, it's a chest. I'm going to go open it up and get items or whatever and you'd open it up and it would just transform into this giant horrendous monster and it would kill you <laughs> and it was just like a way to be like oh shit maybe i shouldn't just rush up to everything in the world thinking it's for me so yeah i, like I that learned stuff. that back when i was seven playing final fantasy so yeah <laughs> treasure chest nope it's a mimic and i'm probably dead thanks yeah yeah i love that stuff um so fun uh game of the year the uh the highest the highest honor of, in the land mm-hmm. went to it takes two so i recently I was pretty happy with that yeah me too yeah. um i recently started playing that game with my sister and it is an absolute blast um i can see why everyone loves it and why it got game of the year it's without without spending too long waxing poetically about it i would just say if you haven't played it and if you have someone to play co-op with because it is basically it's a co-op only game um i would not suggest playing it with people you don't know um it is it is amazing it's a fun time so 
So yeah, game of the year. Very nice. Um, so now let's get into the some of the other stuff that they do in the show, like we talked about earlier, all the different announcements. They had uh, world premieres, uh, gameplay trailers, um, stuff for games that have already been announced. They had a couple film and television stuff in there. So I guess what we'll do here is we'll kind of just... I'll kind of just go down this list here, hit some of the the uh, the bigger bigger announcements, and then if you guys um, have any takes on it, we can take a moment. But I was surprised to see Telltale have an announcement mm-hmm. that wasn't. You mean uh, having a pulse? Well, I knew that they were still <laughs> around because they, even though after all that all that uh, restructuring and closing and all this other stuff um i knew that they were still like they survived it uh, but i didn't know that i thought they were done so this this it is i don't know i can't remember all the nitty-gritty details but basically they they have a pulse it's a faint one um <laughs> but they were supposed to be working on a wolf among us 2 so when telltale comes I thought out that had I, got canceled yeah see i i when they were I thought going that came with their... the announcement that they were like, bye-bye. <laughs> like, when they were going through all their troubles, it. it was like, hey, we're troubles. Telltale, and we're making, like, 17 different, like, uh, IPs into our games, and then <laughs> and then they all went, you know, tail up. <laughs> Oops. But, mm-hmm. but Wolf Among <laughs> Us was up. supposed to still be in, in development or consideration or, or whatever. Point is, that was not shown. Instead, it's uh telltale version of the expanse which is that uh tv show on sci-fi i have not watched it i tend to not watch really anything on sci-fi uh the actual the cable network not sci-fi like the genre um have you got are you guys familiar with that show at all i thought it was on nope. amazon i think amazon party owns it now but i think it started on sci-fi oh, okay Channel. yeah I've never seen it, but I've heard lots of things about it. So. Yeah, I've heard a lot yeah. of things about it. Um, but yeah, I just, I've never really, I don't really watch a whole lot of TV, so definitely. Same. Kind of, yeah. But that's interesting that they're doing, they're actually using one of the show characters. Mm-hmm. I want to say this takes place, I think, then if they say it takes place after, like, where the show, like, ended or is ending or something like it's not like some elsewhere thing it's like a continuation of actual plot i don't know if there's a if there's expanse fans listening in you can uh pardon my ignorance you can write in (laughs) (laughs) so you can tell me all the things that i'm getting wrong about this (laughs) (laughs) um the interesting thing about that is Dramatic Labs, which is built up from a lot of actual Telltale developers after they left Telltale, um, they announced uh, Star Trek Resurgence, which is basically just a Telltale game, but Dramatic Labs, in the Star Trek universe. So it's kind of funny <laughs> that Telltale's doing a sci-fi show, and then the ex-developers... <laughs> started their own company and is doing another sci-fi show so it's kind of uh that's interesting to me i'm a huge star trek fan i'm a huge huge star trek fan but i don't really get into the the telltale games so much i played a few of them i played wolf among us i played the 
the Batman one. I played a little bit of the first Walking Dead. And I don't know. It's just... I appreciate what they're doing and uh, the writing and the and the choice and everything, the choose-your-own-adventure style. But, I don't know. It just... I feel like after a while, it's just the same formula, just cotton, copy and paste with, you know, insert entertainment property here. It just kind of gets tiresome, I guess. Mm-hmm. So... But I love Star Trek, so I don't know. We'll see how this one turns out. Um, another game that's sort of in that same vein, just based on the developer, uh, Quantic Dream, who's been rumored to yeah. be working on a Star Wars game. It, it was announced. Uh, mm-hmm. Star Wars Eclipse. Um, Chelsea, I know you've played Quantic, some Quantic Dream games. You played yes. their last one, didn't you? You played, uh, was it Human Beyond... Detroit become human yeah yeah that was close that was really really good no but I mean that trailer was great for the Star Wars Eclipse that was a cool trailer I mean I I it was pretty but like I was like what 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 I mean that game is supposed to be in basically like pre-development stages right now because it's like they just got that license apparently within like I don't know the last year if the rumors are right so it's definitely in the earliest Mm -hmm. of early stages so that was more just kind of like a concept tone setter basically like hey well yeah it it said this is not gameplay yeah it's not gameplay footage yeah it definitely was intriguing though but i i think quantic dream though i like detroit became human that is a very nice looking game and it also has an amazing story so i'm looking forward to seeing whatever they do with the star wars universe yeah, we. That's we the same people who did like Heavy Rain and yeah. Beyond it's, Two it's, Souls, right? Yeah, it's, yes. It's David. King's See, I really, really liked studio. those two, but I haven't played Detroit yet. I have it. It was like a PlayStation Plus game, I think. Um, but yeah, I haven't played, played it yet. It. Yeah, I've only played Heavy Rain. I really liked it. I didn't play Beyond Two Souls, and I haven't played uh, Detroit. Um, I'm this kind of the same thing with like Telltale. Is these games just kind of become tedious with me and i just kind of lose interest in them and especially as long as they are and as like labyrinthing they can get with your choices in the story it becomes to be even more ponderous for me to want to push through it so maybe a star wars license will help because it's an ip that i know and i love so we'll see um i would rather have another knights of the old republic <laughs> if we're gonna do like long form <laughs> star wars games but Mm-hmm. I mean, it's coming. Yeah, it's I know, fair. but that's I'm, I'm saying I'd want it before Eclipse. <laughs> well, also, I, mean, I guess it Kotori should be... is coming before Eclipse, so it... you'll get your wish. <laughs> it, it is should... coming. It should be known that this takes place in High Republic era, which is that new, uh, the new era they've created that takes place, I guess, after Old Republic, but before republic <laughs> so, <laughs> usual so, usual star wars and a uh, yeah. long in a galaxy far away long long time ago yeah <laughs> doesn't so matter yeah i'm not familiar with the high republic i haven't read the books uh i haven't engaged with any of that expanded universe stuff i haven't really engaged with most of the expanded universe stuff since they retconned the other expanded universe stuff <laughs> what disney took over so kind of just i don't know so i don't know have you guys have you you guys haven't done any of the high republic stuff have you 
Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't think so. Yeah, it's it's fairly new. I want to say it's like within the last like year or so. Oh, then absolutely not. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um. So, what about Sonic Frontiers? Um, dope. Um, I'm ready. <laughs> like, I like I like Sonic a lot, and but it's pretty rare that I actually buy a new Sonic game. Um. But this one, like, okay. Like, open-world Sonic game. It, it'd probably be still some kind of a mess, but um, the people behind it, like the story writer and, like, the developers and stuff for this one, they have a lot of a lot of big stuff that they've done and, like, big stories that they've worked on. Um, so it's about time that somebody took over a Sonic game that actually knows how to write a damn story. Who's doing... Who's, uh, who's taking over? Oh, for- God. I don't remember. Or what some of the I don't remember his name. <laughs> I again, I don't remember because I don't remember the guy. Um, I was reading an article about it, and they were like, "Oh, it's this person with a team of these people," um, and they had like a link to like, like 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 IMDb or something, and I was just like, "Oh, oh, okay, okay, interesting, yeah." Um, but we'll see. It, it's at the end of the day, it is a Sonic game. Yeah. Um. So <laughs> I'll be I'll be excited, but. Whether they get my money or not is a different thing. Yeah, it is. Um, Sonic's definitely for one that needs. Like, I feel like every game they try like to take do a different direction and to see if something works, and it usually never does. So we'll see. Mm-hmm. We'll see with this Indeed. one. Um, so yeah, I would like to. I would like to have a, a good Sonic, like a good three D sonic because besides the 2d sonic games i feel like they haven't really had a good 3d one besides maybe colors there seems to be some fanfare for for that one so i don't know uh what else we got here uh something that i was completely caught off guard with and i got super excited about is the wonder woman game Mm -hmm. being developed by monolith um if you guys aren't familiar with monolith they made the shadow of Mordor and uh, Shadow of War, like the Lord of the Rings, uh, okay. third-person action games. Uh, they're the one they created that Nemesis system, which no one's been able to replicate since. <laughs> so, um, I think I saw a thing that it's rumored that Wonder Woman would also use a version of the Nemesis system in her game, um, which would be cool as hell. So. Um, I'm pretty excited to see Monolith doing something outside of the the Lord of the Rings um, franchise. And I've always said a Wonder Woman game would be fucking cool. Um, I just want to be. I just want to. I want to tie up some dudes and just like interrogate them <laughs> with my truth lasso. <laughs> so. <laughs> so yeah, I have uh, I have high hopes for that game. Um, Another one that got got me excited. I know you guys probably are not going to care about this one at all, but uh, the creator of Silent Hill and the composer for the Silent Hill is doing a game called Slitterhead. That game looks absolutely horrifying. I love it. I'm all about that shit. Like, it reminds me. You know, I love games like that because horror because it can take such a. They can just get really wacky with some of the creature designs and this game definitely looks like <laughs> they are leaning into the mm-hmm. wacky so i'm all for that <laughs> um continue the horror renaissance there so that's cool to see 
Um, does anyone want to talk about Forspoken? Um, this was that game that was like it had the pro- it was like Project Athia it was like mm-hmm. its uh, code name, and it got announced it as Forspoken at E3. I want to say. And then they kind of gave us a little bit more like story details and some gameplay in this one. What do you guys think of uh, this game? I want to say it's PS5 only, right? I think uh, that's that right. sounds right. Yeah. Um, so I say- every time I see it, I get a little more intrigued. Um, yeah. It looks so mm-hmm. it looks so pretty, but like the combat looks so good too. Yeah. Um, and like the like what little of we've seen of the cast, like they look pretty interesting. Um, so it might be a game that I end up picking up. I don't know yet. It looks like, yeah. it, to me, it looks like what I want Final Fantasy to be. <laughs> and it's, <laughs> you know what I mean? In terms of, like, gameplay, like, that's, like, that more, like, uh, kind of fast action, using magic, stuff like that, and less of, like, um, the slower, kind of more JRPG kind of stuff. Um, but yeah, it looks gorgeous. Um, I don't know what engine it's built on, but ever since it's been shown off, it looks amazing. So I want to say that's Square Enix as well. So if it's Square Enix, it's probably most definitely a <laughs> exclusive to PlayStation. So it's kind of just how that stuff works usually. Yeah, I'm cautiously optimistic about that game. I definitely am waiting to hear yeah more about it, but obviously I don't have a PS5, so I couldn't play it anyway. Uh, yeah, but same. I don't it, have a PS5, the, so... Mm-hmm. That's here we are. But this, yes, yeah, the <laughs> yeah gameplay, or, you know, the combat looks great, and more, knowing more about the story makes it even more intriguing. So, I hope this game does well, and I'm curious to see. It's also what just else good. Comes it's also it. just good to see more like uh, new IP being being created mm-hmm. as opposed because this could have easily just been like Final Fantasy 17 and be like, yep, that's okay. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? Like it, cause it's. it's and it would have been just as got as much fanfare. Yeah, I'm just glad to see something new uh, from established studios. Um, something that's not new, but that was shocking that it was announced was Alan Wake Two. Mm-hmm. Um, that was pretty much always fairly known that there would never be a uh, like a legitimate sequel to Alan Wake. Like they did like American Nightmare, which was sort of like a spinoff expansion kind of deal. But a full-on sequel, like Chris Lake, for years was always talking about how it's not going to happen, it's never going to happen, and then it's like, oh yeah, it's happening. <laughs> so <laughs> here we are. Um, it looks it looks amazing. I love that they said that they're leaning into the more survival horror. Um, that's that's right in my realm. Like bring it to me. <laughs> it looks awesome. Um, I think they're having Jake Gyllenhaal play uh, the uh, the role, the lead character. Hmm. So that's pretty. In- that's interesting. Um, what else we got here oh yes they showed off uh, gameplay for Suicide Squad finally mm-hmm. and I don't care <laughs> yeah I get that Yeah. it looks like exactly what I thought that game was and that's exactly what I don't want to play I I still don't know what kind of game it is to be honest. Like I see I saw the gameplay, mm-hmm. but uh, it was like here's some combat mixed with like some cutscenes. Like I I don't know what kind of game it is. 
it definitely is 100%. It's just going to be this, uh, you know, drop-in, drop-out, co- four-person co-op action game, you know, with probably light upgrade system, upgrade tree, you know, like, think like a Borderlands or, you know, but not first-person, you know what I mean? Like, that kind of game. Any game that's that looks like it's basically designed to be played with a lot of players, where it's like, there's four just there's four characters here. They all have different play styles. Um, they all kind of feed off one another, yada, yada. Games like that that are kind of designed to be played with four people, I automatically just hate because I don't have four fucking people to play these games with. And they usually are never as good when you play them by yourself. Right. Mm-hmm. That's part of the reason why I never True. gave a shit about Marvel's Avengers because like these like big party games that they're better with like more players, your destinies, stuff like that. Like It's just kind of hard to to get into them when they're clearly designed to be played with like uh, groups of people or you know so and I, it's just it's just that's another this is also another ip that i just don't give a shit about like suicide squad is basically dc's guardians of the galaxy so i don't care about these characters um i know it's rocksteady i know they said that it's staying within the arkham universe but i don't know it's not a Batman game, so I don't give a shit. You know, <laughs> you know what I mean. So I'd rather. I'm, just... I'm about. I'm about halfway there. Yeah. Yeah. So. And I love the Arkham games. Yeah. Yeah, I love the Arkham games. Uh, Rocksteady did an amazing job with that trilogy. Uh, I get it that they want to move on. You know, nobody wants to keep doing the same thing over and over. But I wish they would have picked literally any other DC property to do besides Suicide Squad. Like the game is Suicide Squad: Kill the Justice League. Why don't you just flip it around and let us play as the Justice League? And kill the fucking Suicide Squad. Like, <laughs> I would buy that. I would day one pre-order that game. <laughs> All right. So some other uh, gameplay that was shown off was uh, for Horizon Forbidden West. Um, Chelsea, I know you're really into this series. What do you think of that? The gameplay. I think it looks great. I think they've really improved the mechanics, everything. I think there's some really cool ideas for it. I'm super excited. So I. I mean, that's all I can say. Does it make you want to buy a PS5? I know it's on PS4, but come on. It's a PS5 game. (laughs) I mean, I'll probably play it on the PS4 for now, but who knows? Maybe No, I'm not going to get a PS5 anytime soon. (laughs) I don't don't think anyone is, because it's still like one of the the hardest things to get, so. Yeah, but I'm excited for that game, and I look forward to. Yeah, I'm just in love with the music. Mm. the music of that game oh my god i don't i don't i don't really remember the music in the first one at all like it was just kind of i don't know i guess it (laughs) didn't really wow i've played i've played that whole game um i guess yeah i don't really remember the music being like i'm sure it was good like i would have i probably would have remembered it if it was terrible so (laughs) so yeah i get but uh that 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 game looks so colorful and so pristine. Um, I love the, some of the new uh, like robot dinosaur creature things that they've designed, like a giant robotic snake dragon thing, and like yeah, that game looks looks impressive. So I will not be playing it on PS4. My PS4, I'm pretty sure, is essentially a paperweight at this point because it is constantly crashing. So sad. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, so that will be a game I'll play in 
three to five years when I get a PS5. <laughs> so, <laughs> but I do want to play it. It does look uh, it does look really really good. That Decima engine that Gorilla is using is still just some of the best looking tech out there. Um, I just saw that Sony get the patent for the Decima engine from uh, Death Stranding actually for like the uh, the ability to kind of have like uh, social created like terrain alteration and stuff like that that was really big in Death Stranding. Um, so that's it's cool that I guess Sony has that now, but it kind of sucks that no one else can use that tech moving forward because that is a really interesting concept. But you know, anyways, that Decima engine is fucking the bee's knees um so we'll go from a, a really big gorgeous game with a lot of money behind it to talk to some of these talk about some of these uh smaller like more indie titles that were announced um or shown off or premiered chelsea why don't you uh take the reins on this one sure i don't know which one i should start with first i guess uh nightingale was one of them i Honestly, I'm still honestly not sure what the game is really about, but the trailer was really fun and cool. It was that, like, Victorian era mixed with some, like, fantasy elements. There was some, I guess, some not really time travel, post-apocalyptic. Also, I thought it was really funny. Almost a majority of the characters in that trailer were female. And I saw at first, I was like, are we going to get this, like, female team of Victorian era era people that like fighting zombies and stuff but it's, it, it seems like they took a bunch of things and just it's like the melting pot of video game tropes <laughs> it's just <laughs> like a, a a word generator of things and games it's like all right let's just <laughs> slap all this well, on a whiteboard and let's make this a game <laughs> well it was working for me but i think it's more <laughs> of a a crafting game a, like a survival of crafting so I'll be curious to see what the actual gameplay is in the future, but that trailer definitely intrigued me. We'll see if uh, it keeps me hooked. <laughs> yeah, we'll yeah, keep us posted <laughs> when this game continually well, evolves into uh, first-person shooter uh, yeah. <laughs> slash Probably. space sim slash, you know, whatever. I was like, I, I saw like, I was like, oh, you can like craft your own little like settlement thingy and then that asshole came and like stepped on a building and i was like no <laughs> like you had me until that no go to hell i don't yeah. want to do that <laughs> i do not create just to destroy that's not how i do my life <laughs> yeah. wade what about uh what about thirsty suitors that just that's basically just uh a, a scott pilgrim game essentially I don't I don't even remember that. <laughs> I I don't. I don't remember that one at all. That was that the one Was that the pre, was in the pre-show? I was going to say I think it might have actually been in the pre-show. Yeah, it may have been a well, pre-show. Okay, there you go. The I didn't watch it. I didn't watch the pre-show. So Yeah, Thirsty okay, Suitors. Well, is... I'll go look at it, I guess. Are you just trying to make fun of me? Is that what you're doing here? No, 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 no. It's straight up like it's <laughs> it's 100% a hundred percent a Scott Pilgrim game. So, I, so when you say that, like, is it like the Scott Pilgrim game? That's like a old school. Uh, well, no, I, yeah, I guess. I guess. Been on it. I guess since Scott Pilgrim does actually have a brawler game, no, it's not a brawler. 
Oh, it's okay. just it's just the same concept as Scott Pilgrim, where it's but instead of a guy, it's a girl, and she's just fighting all her exes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, oh, it's a turn-based game. Yeah, it, it's it the art the art uh, the, the art, art design mm-hmm. and the style is like really cool. Um, I to- I was totally digging it. Uh, it might be something <laughs> that I check out if it like if it's something you know if it's like one of those things that like. Some of these like indie games will show up on Game Pass, you know, and I'll give them a whirl. So, oh yeah, no, yeah. I, I see, I see, so I, I'm looking at some stuff right here. No, I'll yeah. uh, I'll definitely be watching this video when we're done. Yeah, it's it's pretty ridiculous, but I was all for it. <laughs> oh, you know how I like ridiculous. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Chelsea, what was the uh, what was this what's this other one you got here? This other one. I honestly don't know how it's pronounced. If it's pronounced like Chia, something like that. It's T-C-H-I-A. This was probably one of my favorite games that was shown at the Game Awards. I saw a trailer, I'm pretty sure, for this a couple months back on Twitter. <gasps> oh, this and one! It's so charming! Oh my god, yeah. I, no, so... I I watched the trailer again like during, a, during the Game Awards because they showed it like a ways mm-hmm. back. I can't remember. Yeah. Uh, whenever it was but um but i was just like oh my god i every time i see this i just want to play this game more I know. oh so this is uh this is just like a this is wind waker <laughs> basically uh, no kind i see why you say that <laughs> i literally pulled up a game game informer article and the the cover photo they have is this girl on this like makeshift boat in the middle of the ocean sailing i'm like oh yeah wind waker and it's also just exploring an island, this little girl, and she can also, like, I don't know, take over the souls of different objects or animals, then you can kind of temporarily play as an object or an animal. Yeah, like, she, she you... they had me, like, I was okay, like, oh, she's, like, she's, like, transferring herself into, like, the frogs or the the, the mm-hmm. birds and stuff, and then she transferred her soul into, a, like, a lantern? Yes. <laughs> she had me. They had I was like, "Oh, that's a cool concept." Until that happened, and I was like, "Okay. I'm I'm still on board, but now you just, I'm now I'm lost." I'm lost. <laughs> also, you can play a you can play a ukulele. Like you can yes. legitimately play the ukulele. Um, yes, thank you. Mm-hmm. It's Ocarina of Time all over again. <laughs> so yeah, it just looks fun just you know looks lighthearted, very charming exploration just it sold me i can't wait till this game comes out it's nope, supposed to come out sometime this spring uh, it's a that's a chelsea game it's a chelsea game yes well wade seems intrigued too so maybe it's a no, chelsea wade i game. forgot that that's the name of it so i googled it really quick and and like my my serotonin is coming rushing in again so <laughs> no we're fine no i'm here for it i'm right there yes freaking right there yeah, i think it's I think it's a PS4, PS5 uh, Epic Games. I am only, I'm so. wishlisting it right now on Steam. So, yes. <laughs> so I'm playing that on the PS4. This well, is just going back to everybody later. Out, <laughs> <laughs> moving, uh, moving from a game that is totally for you guys to a game that is a thousand percent for me <laughs> is uh, they showed off gameplay finally. For Hellblade 2, Sinua's Saga, and holy shit, did it look amazing. Um, I, I guess so. 
I literally watched it like five times in a row. I was like, this is fantastic. This I it yeah, it looked pretty, but like it didn't look fun. Yeah, it's not supposed to be. Yeah. It's like, not. It's not like a. Uh, or, or, <laughs> this is a, this like, is this is this is about as far away from Chia as you guys can get. Well, like it didn't even look interesting. <laughs> have you like, played? Did you guys? I, I agree have you, with you, Wade. Have you no, guys played? I haven't, I haven't played the other one, oh, so yeah, maybe that's okay. why. But I was just like, what? Yeah. What? Boring. <laughs> I just a question mark the whole time. They. I was just like, is this almost over with? <laughs> Seriously, Sorry. I just like. Uh... The first game yeah, is the whole or the whole I guess series premise is like very much about uh, the psychological effects of like mental health in terms of uh, like schizophrenia. Like your whole your character basically is hearing multiple people talking in her head all the time that are telling her to do things, pointing things out telling her things that she like positive and negative um the first game was actually got a lot of acclaim because it was kind of developed in like uh in tandem with actual like psychologists to make sure that it was more accurate to how this stuff happens with actual patients that have this um and it is it's it's fucked up it's a fucked up thing to especially if you play this game with a uh, headset because it's it's kind of like having a thousand people just like yelling out random things and all these different like tones and telling you all these different things and, and telling you what to do and what you shouldn't do and it, it's it's pretty uh it's it's yeah it's not a happy fun time <laughs> it's, it's, it's t- <laughs> frankly it doesn't it doesn't sound like it into yeah, people it's, who already yeah. have those problems i'm like what the fuck yeah <laughs> like i don't know i'd play games to get away from that why would i want to go back into that willingly? yeah yeah <laughs> this is definitely yeah this is more like um kind of like in film where people like their popcorn films to like turn their brain off and then there's people that like watching movies that make them feel bad about themselves you know <laughs> like well no i is, get that like, this is like the gaming though. equivalent of like of that where like this is more of a game that's more you're appreciating it for what it's trying to do and what it's trying to you're trying to experience and not necessarily like have fun doing it well i feel like more this is a game for people who don't already experience those things yeah i definitely don't experience people who like deal with those things um no this is more like walking a mile in their (laughs) shoes and it's just like holy shit this is horrifying (laughs) yeah like no i'm not no i'm fine with it's also you can you can keep that the the second the second uh thing with Ninja Theory is kind of the. They're kind of the guerrilla games, so to speak, for I guess Xbox catalog, where they are very much all about pushing the the envelope in terms of, um, tech. And the idea of like that entire like troll thing that you're fighting was all just like kind of the way it was developed and how they used like AI machine learning and all the like nuts and bolts you know stuff of how these games are made and how it kind of just pushes the industry forward like that's another reason why i really like uh ninja theory and like the stuff they do because it's very um unique in that in that realm where it's very Mm -hmm. much just like we're trying to do stuff that (laughs) has never been done before now granted it's on like a geeky tech side of things 
Um, but still, like, that game looks <laughs> like it can't get here soon enough for me. Like, I love that shit. Um, you guys can transfer your souls in the lanterns or whatever, and I'll have people yelling in my head to kill a troll man. <laughs> so. Okay. We all have our different things. We'll, yep, have fun with I'll that. take mine. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, that's pretty much it for a lot of the uh, a lot of the highlight stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, there was other things as well, but um, those are kind of just like some of the the bigger bullet points. Um, there was some. Uh, they revealed the trailer for 2022's uh, film of the year, uh, Sonic the Hedgehog Two. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I was like on my feet during that trailer. (laughs) I saw, dude. Like, if you haven't seen the Sonic movie, it is so good. I don't know what to tell you. You're missing out on a good time. It. I don't know if I would say. (laughs) I don't know if I would say so good. But when your expectations were as low as mine, watching it it, and coming out the other end, going, "Yeah, okay, that was like uh, it's a it's you know it's a kids." a kid's character movie that's yeah. not like some disgusting ripoff of the actual thing you know like yeah it's good like it it's unique to itself and it doesn't the rest of the stuff doesn't matter um so the fact that like tails and knuckles are in it now and like yeah. Eggman's like dr robotnik's like new design like oh my god yeah and the fact that i'm pretty sure uh tails is actually voiced by the person who does tails for the games yes so indeed so, so that's pretty cool. Oh, that's cool you just you can't have tails if it's not tails who's doing who's doing knuckles again that was announced idris a while elba. back yeah that's right yeah. idris elba he was like <laughs> yeah, he people were like making fun of him on twitter and he was just like no my knuckles voice will not be sexy leave me alone and everybody watched that trailer and like <laughs> you liar <laughs> i'm i'm so freaking prepared <laughs> yeah i mean it definitely looks it i mean it looks like more sonic um yeah that first film was better than it probably had any right <laughs> to be but you know it was it was it was it was a film it exists it's it's fine for what it is <laughs> mm-hmm. um the other the other thing they showed off is they showed a trailer for Paramount Plus's uh, Halo TV series. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I'm a I'm a huge Halo uh, homer, and I still just don't. I fear that if I got excited for this, I would ultimately be let down. So I'm just I don't want to get excited mm-hmm. for it. I remember back in the day when Peter Jackson and Neil Blomkamp were supposed to make a Halo film. Mm-hmm. I remember and I was that. like, and I remember, oh, wow, this is going to be the best thing ever, best thing ever. And, well, you know, that's it's like 10 years now, and we still never had, <laughs> like, a true Halo. Like, there's been, like, a couple, like, side things. Like, uh, they did uh, small things here and there, and they've never really been good. And then seeing this trailer, I still just think, I'm like, yeah, it's just... I don't think this is going to be good. Um, I just, I don't know. What do you guys... Chelsea, I know you don't know anything about Halo or care. 
um, but just in terms I have of opinions on it. Yeah. But well, yeah, in terms of like being <laughs> How a, dare in terms. You? <laughs> well, I'm saying like you've never played any of the games or anything because yes, you hate Xbox. I know. So, mm-hmm. um, but in terms of TV series like is this something that you would tune into is this something you would subscribe to paramount plus for is this like their hit thing no not for me i i hope that you know it's a show that will surprise you ethan i hope it's you know the show of your dreams but unfortunately to me (laughs) it for you know for halo because i know how much you love halo and everything but i think the trailer, what it, what it, this showed to me was that they tried to put the absolute prettiest looking shots or like Vegas shots in the trailer so you can't see what the real show is going to be about. They just want to get you super hyped so that you'll subscribe. And then when you watch the show and then you realize that's this is not really up to that same quality. Like maybe the story is really good, but I think graphically and stuff it might be yeah i was gonna say even some of the like grandiose like vistas that they showed um looked pretty low budget to me it looks like cbs and paramount don't even have a whole lot of faith in this or whoever's producing it i just know it's on paramount plus um because it's still just it it looks just as low budget as those other things that have already come out like forward onto dawn and and uh, that thing with Locke before Halo 5 came out. Um, I, I understand why, in a marketing standpoint, with your very first like teaser or, or trailer that you don't want to kind of give away everything, but the fact that I didn't get to see uh, from a production standpoint what the Covenant looked like, <laughs> like I just, <laughs> I just, in my mind, cynically know that they probably look like shit. <laughs> so... <laughs> Um, just based on like how the rest of the show looks, it just doesn't look, uh, I don't know. It just doesn't look like a premium show to me, if that makes, it makes, it looks like something I would see on like cable. So. That's what it is, so. Yeah. Like this isn't something that's going to sell that streaming service to me. This isn't their, mm-hmm. this isn't their like Game of Thrones or their or you know insert whatever big property. Um, it just yeah, it just doesn't look super great. Um, Wade, what do you think? You've you're you've played Halo. You are engrossed in that universe. What are your thoughts? Um, I'm not. I don't have Paramount Plus, and I'm probably not going to get it regardless. Um, yeah. but mm-hmm. like if I had it, I would watch it. Um, I, I know I'd watch it and be like, um, is it worth my time just yeah. to kind of like see it? Um, but again, I don't, it, it it's not going to make me get Paramount plus. So yeah, that's my thing is I don't have it either. And I don't, I, you know, all these streaming services, especially the new ones, the new kids on the block, they're all trying to find that thing that's, that gets people mm-hmm. to sign up. And uh, I, I don't think this is that thing. So. <laughs> for sure. For sure. Um, so, yeah. Hopefully it's good. I want it to be good. I know, you know, a lot of people work on it. it um, it's been in, in development hell for, uh, I don't know, forever. <laughs> Process itself. <laughs> um, so, yeah, I would like to see success in it. But for me as a fan, I, I don't, I don't know. It doesn't interest me, and uh, yeah, that's 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 just kind of just whatever. Yeah, I rather just play. I rather just play Halo Infinite. 
you know, that's just rather just play the games. Keep making games because they're good. <laughs> keep making good games. I don't need mediocre shows. So keep games and gaming and, <laughs> and do something else, you know? Yeah. So, yeah, that was the last thing. Um, so with all that said and done, um, before we before we cut out of here, out of, out of the whole show, what was the thing, you know, that stood out to you the most that like that you like your your favorite thing of the show we'll say um wade we'll start with you what was your what was the best thing from jeff key jeffrey keely's 2021 game oh, awards what was jeffrey what was um, your what was your highlight when it ended and i got to go to sleep <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, frankly i mean frankly if i had to if i had to pick something from it um i would frankly say the sonic stuff yeah um, cause at nothing else I was like, Oh, look at that. Or like, I was completely not expecting that there, there wasn't anything like that for me. Yeah. Yeah. Nothing. Um, seeing final fantasy win, uh, best ongoing or whatever, like that was good, but, um, no, it's the Sonic stuff. All right. Can't believe Chelsea. I just said that, but Hey, <laughs> Well, you like what you like, so there you go. <laughs> You're right. That's, that's hey, I, I like Sonic too. I want to. I want a good Sonic game. You know, I was a Sega. I was a Sega kid. I was, you know. Oh yeah. I want a good Sonic game. It's about. It's about time. So hopefully this one pans out for him. I'm. What's underneath? Cautiously optimistic. <laughs> what's that? <laughs> what's What's the bar below that? That's kind of where I've always sat. That's kind of where I've been sitting for about twenty years now. So with Sonic. <laughs> that's fair. So, Chelsea, what about what about you? Well, I think I kind of mentioned earlier, but uh, the game Chia, that was the one that was the most charming part of the show for me. I'm looking forward to that game. I think it just looks fun. Yep. Okay. That's me. <laughs> um, so fair. Like I said, I didn't watch the show live. Um, I did it piecemeal. So... Uh, Hearing you guys talk about the show, that honestly seems like the best way to go about it. <laughs> so you just watch what you want to watch and move on. Um, but yeah, the the thing that I watched like over and over um, was Hellblade. I just kept wanting to like watch that thing. I thought it was amazing. Um, in terms of like surprising things, uh, honestly, that Wonder Woman announcement was pretty fucking cool. Um, mm-hmm. I'm excited for that. I really like Monolith as a studio, and I think it's about time that an iconic character like Wonder Woman gets her own fucking game. So, you know, we can get the Batmans and the and the Spider-Mans and all that shit out of the way and let's get some new IP in here, new characters in here, mm-hmm. you know. Give me some other superhero games. So, pretty excited for that. So, yeah, that was uh <laughs> that was Jeffrey Keeley's Game Awards. <laughs> <laughs> um but yeah, I don't, I don't know. I thought uh, I thought they had better announcements. That it, I I had pretty low expectations, honestly, for the announcements. Um, I didn't think there would be as as many, but I also didn't think that there would be as many shocking ones. There were there seemed there were pretty some pretty interesting uh, announcements. So that was pretty cool. The winners pretty much kind of the winners pretty much kind of went the way I sort of expected for the most part. So. All the all the nominations. So, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. so yeah, there, that's that. Um, 
So moving forward, listeners, our next episode will be our uh, holiday episode. So we told you that we weren't going to do a whole themed month, but we're just going to do a themed episode. So yeah, next episode, we're going to be talking all about Christmas stuff. So stay tuned for that. Um, If you're a new listener, uh, hopefully you like the show. Um, If you haven't already, like and subscribe. And uh, check us out on social platforms like Twitter and Instagram and Facebook at PodDemastered. And then if you want to uh, send us in any uh, comments or questions, you know, we can read those on the show. And that email is demasteredpodcast at gmail.com. And yeah, so stay tuned for next week. Christmas time at Podcast Demastered. (laughs) (laughs) Ho, ho, ho. (laughs) All right. See you later, guys.